Echo Lima 87. This is 100 watts and a wire. Well, hello and welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. It's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. And hopefully you are staying cool. It's been hot as a mother all over the place. This is episode 413. 413. Want to catch you up on some of the things going on this week in amateur radio in my life. Specifically, and behind me, you'll hear... The uh, area, one of the area Aries teams, the Amateur Radio Emergency System for Manatee County, which is adjacent to Sarasota. I'm part of the Sarasota Aries team, SRQ Aries. And today there's a drill for the Manatee County Aries team. And I'm listening to that on two meters as they do their logistics and make contacts, and then they will debrief. Now, I haven't met anyone over there yet. However, there has been, I can say, a respectful push since I have joined the Sarasota Aries team. Sometimes I say Syracuse. Sometimes I say Saratoga. I really always mean Sarasota. Good grief. We are here in Florida with the backdrop of a hurricane. We're in a hurricane zone. And so I joined the local Aries team. To me, went to a meeting on Monday. And it was really nice to meet the people, the players. And I've mentioned this before on the podcast, that um, I'm really impressed by the activity on the repeaters. These ladies and gentlemen are active. They are what you would call seriously active. In fact, the radio group, you know how many times you'll have a radio group. Now, we'll turn them down a little bit. I don't want to compete. And uh, they win. They're very interesting. So I've been listening this morning and waiting for my opportunity to perhaps check in. We'll see how it goes. Now, as a member back in St. Louis... You know, we were with the St. Louis and Suburban Radio Club, and that's one thing. And then there's an Aries team sort of within that, right? Here, the the radio club is called the Sarasota Emergency Radio Club, CIRC, S-E-R-C. So the club itself positions itself as the Sarasota Emergency Radio Club. They also have SRQ Aries. So it's interesting, and I'm learning the dynamic as I go, how these two are related. One is a paid, you know, $20 a year, which I did join. I found some money uh, in a boot and decided I would uh, join that club. But the Aries team was free, and I was there pretty much as soon as we landed here in Sarasota. And I've mentioned on the podcast before, if you're just joining us, hello, friends. This is Amateur Radio Amplified on 100 Watts and Wire. I'm your tour guide. We're trying to help mentor, entertain, and provide some community for ham radio enthusiasts around the world. Glad that you have found us. But I've talked about coming to this area and, you know, like 
a backdrop of a hurricane zone is serious business to me. And um, they first mentioned that if you were a member of the Aries team here in Sarasota, the relationship, the memorandum of understanding, outlined the fact that you could bring your spouse, your family, and your pet. The next day I signed up. Fast forward a couple of weeks later, we had our drill. The one you hear behind me is an adjacent county called Manatee. We'll come back to that in a little bit. But during the hospital drill, one of the representative folks from the hospital, very nice fellow, he said, no, well, the agreement is you can bring your spouse and your pet. But I said, look, I've got two kids. One will be nine here shortly, and the other is 13. Um, I can't just, you know, dip out. So, And there are some other things that they're iron, ironing out with this memorandum of understanding, MOU. And it's like, where do the volunteers sleep? How long before an event do you request us to deploy? Are you providing water or like a credit to the cafeteria for the potential hours that we would be spending there? Some of these things are unknown and to, and with respect to the group who I met, oh, 17 others at this Monday Aries meeting and the club meeting followed, um, these people are older, 60s, 70s. I'm guessing, I don't know if anybody cracked into the 80s in this meeting. But, you know, I'm in my early 50s and I'm one of the younger guys. And I'm telling you, your boy is not sleeping on the concrete. And, you know, they need to iron out, in other words, this understanding in terms of time, creature comforts, and um, cots, military cots. So, so, you know, here we are. We're in the storm season. It is the driest and the hottest it has ever been on record in Florida. Dry and hot. Consistently. These older ham radio operators will not sleep on the floor. They're probably going to be hurting sleeping on a cot. But be that as it may... This is part of the hashing out. Now, the uh, the drill itself, I think, went well from a perspective. We had someone at the Red Cross at Redcom, and they were net control. And I can tell you, we went through the drill. We went to different locations. This is a hospital system where they have multiple buildings. So we were going point to point. We were checking the repeaters to see who could do what. I was on a three-person team. We had Winlink going. We had um, things that we probably need to fix for me. I, I think a three-person team at a hospital worked well. One should be on Winlink. One should be on the radio. And maybe one helping set things up, giving breaks. Like, I like the three-person team. What do you think, friends? What do you think? Unfortunately, we had one radio and WinLink. So when we were trying to connect with WinLink, which I still need to understand better, and I don't have a PC laptop to put it on, and, you know, in better days when I'm working more, I uh, will invest in an inexpensive Windows system and get myself set up. Be that as it may, 
We had one guy, uh, there was two computers there. They were both set up for WinLink, but we had one rig. So whenever we were working WinLink, we needed to get out of the way and could not operate over the air. So it was either or, in other words. Two radios would probably be best. But, you know, the drill went really well. It was different than the one we're hearing uh, off in the distance behind me. This one's a little bit more mobile. They've got people going to different places, it sounds like. They have people in different locations, but they have people in uh, automobiles, some different kind of mobile operations going. And, and it's an interesting check-in just to see what I can hear. But what I like about the local area is... The difference between St. Louis, and again, it's no shade there. The risk is different in St. Louis. It could happen. It's possible. It could, this might, could, maybe, that sort of thing. It's like a weather forecast in the way that the risk do exist there. Here, we know the risk. The risk is coming. It's going to happen, and we need to get it together. There's a difference. And on the air, you can tell. There's multiple nets several days out of the week there's um different uh swap meets and things like this going on and, and the two meter activity at this point at my time in sarasota is heavy on two meter 440 side so it's interesting where i was uh, all hf all the time right now two meters is my focus i've been programming radios manually rewind 45 seconds ago from where I talk about I don't have that portable um, window system to program my radios like I did back in St. Louis. We'll work it out. We're pushing hard. We're trying to get more work and do all these things so we can uh, survive a little bit better here in Sarasota, leaving the work situation Back in Missouri, coming here, needing to find. We're working on it. We're working on it here. We're working on it. But I've been programming my, my, my handhelds, my HTs, my base station, and my mobile. I put in about 40 uh, channels, different things in the memory. And then the day after we met in the meeting, another comprehensive list came out with probably 80. I was like, oh, if I had just had that. Anyway, that software would have made it a lot easier, right? You still have to import it, but you kind of input the information once, and then you just kind of do it to each radio. You know what I'm talking about. I had to do it manually, which was a good practice. It was a good practice for me because I got to be a little more intimate with my HT. My original HT is probably 13, 12 years old. The newer one, the ICOM, is uh, slightly different than that. Both ICOMs. I'm an ICOM guy. And the base station is different than the mobile. But, you know, look, getting in there and working with these systems, I had always uh, heard from other people saying, look, some of these Aries teams, these are the guys that are going to be needing to be saved. Some of these folks are just doing this, and they don't even know how to program their radio. And I was just thinking to myself, damn, that's harsh. It may be true. It may be true. I don't, I don't know. And I'm judging. I'm trying to live my life and not in judgment of what people know and what they don't know. But the practice for me 
handling all of these different radios, it's four different radios with 80 channel, 80 channels of memory individually with their own unique, similar but different systems, uh, was good for me, although it took me a while and my the way I work is I want to get that done. I want to have it. So look at you guys here locally. Don't change this now. Leave it. Leave it alone until I can get myself sorted out. Yeah, but it, it's great because what the additions were were uh, DeSoto, Manatee. They're the adjacent areas, and um, I can tell you, there's been a bit of a push. In the Sarasota Aries team, a little bit. Just one other ham that I've been friendly with. He was on the team with me as we were serving the drill at the hospital. It was basically like this. See, child, look. You should also join the Manatee Aries team. And I'm like, oh, brother, look, man. Look, I appreciate what you're saying. I... I you know, and, and the whole idea, he wasn't pushy at all. He's like, you know, the storms don't know boundaries. We kind of uh, communicate together. And I was like, so wait a minute, how will this work? Because I want a home team, you know what I mean? I want to be on the home team. I feel like if I join the second Aries team, then maybe my my work is getting, I don't know, split or I'm choosing one or the other, something I won't be able to make all the meetings over here and there. You know, I was kind of being practical about it. And this fellow said, look, we, you know, there's no boundaries during the storm. If we had a large pool of people that we could call during the storm, you know, more is better, more operators, more people who are capable of doing things. They do their own thing. We do our own thing. I live here. You, you live there. But I'm a member of both. And it all makes sense to me now. I get that. But I still feel like, you know, I kind of want a home team. I don't want to be spread too thin. And right now I, I am pumping the brakes and saying, look, I, I'm on this team right now. I will consider the other one. And I kind of get what you're saying about that. I do understand that there's no boundaries in the storm. And uh, having a larger pool of operators who are licensed, who have their certificates, certifications with FEMA, that sort of thing, and who are able to be deployed, I understand. I don't think they're sharing resources. I can't run to Manatee and pull a radio, but I don't know, man. So I said, look, my current situation is family first. I need to be more employed, and uh, until I can get that sorted out, I don't want to push anymore. I, I'm good where I am here. So, uh, But that's what's going on, and behind me is that very club where this gentleman is suggesting and recommending that I join just as a nether tool in their kit as they cross Aries boundaries. And, and here in Florida, if you picture... Um, Florida, in your mind, you know, you can see that it's a, it's a big state, but it's kind of north to south. You know, there's some east to west there, but it's mostly north to south. So the county above me and below me, you know, it makes sense. It makes sense to me, but I'm holding at this point. 
want to let you know that if you find value in 100 Watts and Wire, you can support the content and the community you enjoy by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash RadioCore. Now, RadioCore is my studio. My studio is producing this podcast, Hour 73. I'll work with partners where it makes sense and um, help elevate others I can teach. RadioCore is my studio. You can visit them at RadioCore.com. But RadioCore is producing this very podcast. So at uh, buymeacoffee.com, do a search for Radio Core if you find value in this content and programming and this community. Consider becoming a member there. Also, if you're looking for a power solution, check out BioNO Power. They offer the best lithium phosphate batteries for your ham radios. You'll find them online at BioNOPower.com. That's B I O E. N-N-O, power.com, power. And thank you to our members who have joined. There is a membership benefit. You're going to get content before it goes out, special features. I'm running all of the video YouTube stuff through my own personal site. Look up Christian Kudnick, subscribe, click the bell, I will put features and highlights of my podcasting work, things that are going on in my life and projects there. Only a couple of people. The funny thing about this, as I, as I uh, switch gears just slightly to talk about YouTube, is only a couple people even noticed. Maybe people noticed they didn't care, and I, I, you know, I'm, it's okay. Nobody called whining. You know, someone said we lost a resource there, and that's true. Also, a tremendous amount of energy was put into feeding the 100 Watts in a Wire YouTube channel, and quite frankly, it is not paying off. It's not paying me back. It is a resource, but, you know, uh, I have all the content. I keep all the content for everything I produce. I have my own archive. Simply put, YouTube, um, it was it was taking more than it was giving to me. I was not making a living from it. I know other people are. Good on you. Good on you. I'm happy for you. That's fine. You go do you. The reality is, is that 100 Watts and Wire started as a podcast back in 2015. And the people who found it then are the people who are with me now. Nearly 10 years after the fact, 413 episodes deep. People listen here. So the audio version is what we were. Uh, YouTube has become a distraction. Um, but that said, Christian Kudnick, you know, me as a producer, I will share my work, live streams, you know, 100 watts in a wire, hour 73, anything else commentary on music I, you know it's just something i i will put it there when it's convenient for me subscribe to the podcast and if you find value in the community join us on discord join us on facebook and think about becoming a member one level membership right you get access to any of the material that is produced you can have it early i'll send it to you early before i post it anywhere like a special video that kind of thing. 
but also you get to become basically a sustaining member of this programming. And in return, you can get discounts from participating businesses in the membership program. What's that you say, see child, huh? Well, if you become a member, I've, I know who the members are and say you want to buy something from MFJ, NI4L antennas, bio NO power, radio waves. Well, I have a relationship with those companies. And because you're a member, you have a product, I will introduce you to them as a member saying they would like to purchase this product and use their member discount. And because of this relationship, you will receive the discount that they offer to you on that. More money in your pocket, the show gets support, and the business may earn your trust. It's a win-win-win as far as I'm concerned. And hopefully over time, we'll build this out, you know, and get more companies, more people. My situation is, you know, family first. I've been working. I cannot do the live streams all the time like we were doing. But this is nothing new, friends. When you subscribe to the podcast, it comes right to your device when it's out. Serve it up hot. There it is. Listen at your convenience. Listen at work. Whenever you want to, it's there. The beauty of podcasting is take it with you. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. So that... Is that? I feel like there was something else. If you visit our website, 100wattsandawire.com, there are other ways that you can help. Certainly, you want to get your 100 watt ID, but you can get a sweatshirt, a sticker, a mug. There's other merchandise and bags and coffee cups and all kinds of stuff and all kinds of ways to help the show. Join us on social, visit the website. And that's sort of the hub of getting around. I mentioned that two meters has been the push, has really been a push for me. And I think that a ham's ham, I consider myself a ham's ham. I do a lot of walking around the area here and I'm in paradise, really. It's beautiful. There's palm trees. There's bamboo. Peacocks walking around like their S doesn't stink. I can tell you it does. A lot of birds, interesting things, anoles, geckos. I haven't seen an iguana or anything like that, but it's a whole different world. It's a bit tropical down here. Well, I'm walking with my wife, and I see this piece of bamboo. It's got, uh, it's probably 15 to 18 feet long, and I saw, oh, look at that, piece of bamboo on the side of the road. And the ham in me is like, pick it up. Uh Pick it up, and it's got a little bend in it, you know, like uh, the strange ED commercials that you see, and they're like, you got a Johnson got a bend in it? It's got a little bit of bend in it, but not enough to distract me, and actually, I took it. I picked it up. I'm walking down the street with an 18-foot-long piece of bamboo. I didn't measure it. I'm guessing 15, 18 feet. Well, I put a 2-meter 440 antenna on it that I had, and, and I'm leaning it. On a tree, so it looks very natural, stealth-like here because I'm not in an HOA. However, I do have neighbors all around the place, and I'm trying to keep a low profile. And as I said to you earlier, 
2 meters 440 is kind of the jam down here right now because it's all the activity in the clubs, in the Aries, it's there. They do HF stuff too, don't get me wrong, in the hurricane nets. We know all about that on HF. I do have my HF antenna up there, not super high. Can't do 80 meters, but it can do 20 and 40. Two meters is cooking down here. It's different. It feels different to me, and I, and I like it. Took the bamboo, mounted up this antenna. It's kind of uh, between, a, it's, it's in a tree. It's kind of, uh, I've got it leaning within the branches of a tree. You may hear an airplane going by. There's a commercial company that teaches folks, I guess, how to fly planes, and they do a loop around here. I'm not too far from the airport. Well, this bamboo, uh, you know, I put a, um, I tied it down low to one part of the tree and the bend in there, like the ED part of the bent Johnson. Uh, the way I have this thing leaning in the tree, the, the antenna is straight. It's straight up. So I put a bungee around it about 10, 15 feet up. And so it's held in place. I, I need to think about what I'm going to do in the times of the storms, when the tropical storms come. What do you think? You guys in this area, you're in the storm area, do you lower your antennas down? My HF antenna is about, oh, I don't know, tops, 30 feet maybe. Should I bring it down? What do you think? The winds and the rain and the storms, it's going to be intense. Should I just bring all that stuff down during the storm and then... When things clear and we get the all clear to go, put them back up. I don't know how much communication is going during the storm. I'm kind of inclined to keep that two meter one up there. I think the wind will probably snap the bamboo, but who knows? The HF antenna, I'm thinking I might want to bring that one down just to lower it, not to take it down, maybe just lower it down, get it closer to the ground. I don't know. What do you think? Let me know. Drop me a line. Go into uh, Discord. We have a conversation about the shows there. You can uh, make a comment about this episode if you like. Let me know what you're thinking, where you live, and all that sort of stuff. Also, my friends who are interested in looking at preparedness as a lifestyle, we see what happened with the fires in Hawaii. It is unthinkable what's going on out there right now. I'm looking for some people to talk to. I know we've got ham radio operators who have been through wildfire situations. I know we have firefighters. Uh, I would even speak to people in Hawaii. There's a crossover between these two podcasts, and I want to invite you to go and subscribe to that one as well, okay? Again, highlights, clips, and that sort of stuff will go up under my own personal account on YouTube, but I'm not tripping on YouTube anymore. Podcast first. So join me. Join me in those two locations. Subscribe to this one, my amateur radio brothers and sisters. And if you're interested in exploring self-reliance as a lifestyle, perhaps beyond the first 72 hours, subscribe to hour 73. I'd love to have you there. Slow build. I'm rolling things out as I can. I belong in this studio. This Radio Core studio is where I need to be. Um, but we are uh, dealing with life and a move, and moving is difficult and complicated. 
And it takes a little while to get those connections. And it's definitely taken a while to get ample income flowing in for your boy. So all I can say is I appreciate you being here. If you find value, go to the website, look around, see where it can help. But share with me the information about my antennas in the storm areas. If you're in Florida listening, what do you do? Also, join me at Hour 73 and we'll keep the discussion going. I'm not the arbiter of preparedness. I'm the seeker of information and I want to share that out. Given my skill set as a producer, as a host or broadcaster, what have you, sharing that information with you, not just talking to you. It's two-way communications. Take care of yourselves in uh, this wacky world. Pay attention. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Try to stay open and flexible. I think that's super important. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.